0: Ima, Hey everybody, how you doing today? This is Tony Chainclaw. We're doing something really fun today. We're going to do a Toku Thursdays. This has become a kind of a tradition on the Fan Holes podcast. We're talking about some stuff that's outside the Sentai realm. Kinda. It's still a Japanese, fun loving, armored superhero deal. We're going to do Kamen Rider. We're doing a new series this time around, though. We're doing Kamen Rider Guy. It's actually the newest series of Toku. It's really weird, really fun, kind of crazy. They're celebrating the 15 year of. It's not the. Sh- I think it is the you No, no, it's not the show It's the. Uh, Heisei. Heisei, yeah. And this is really fun. It's it's. I I got into this earlier this week. Really silly. Really. Gosh, just I, I love it. I don't know. I mean I just have to I can't I'll I'll expound more upon it after I introduce the people who are with me today. So on Toku Thursdays, I am me and who do I got with me today?
1: Hey, what's up? This is Derek, Derek WC fear my citrusy goodness of my orange wedge blade. <laughs> and hi, this is Jan, aka
0: Airhammer, Airhammer. <laughs> And I'm the one who's been drinking, what the hell? Yeah. (laughs) As I've uh, already stated before, Gaim is the latest series of the Kamen Rider. Kamen Rider's been known for a long time in Japan. It's a long-running series, about as long as Sentai. It's a Toku series. Usually, the main thing is the guys who are the superheroes ride bikes, motorcycles, to be specific. This one is going to go into that later, but for right now, not so much on the motorcycles, but this is really fun. We're going to go with a quick synopsis, synopsis. and we have Team Gaim, and they're a dance team, and they're dancing, and they're having fun, they are invaded by Team Beton. they try to scare them. Well, then, you we have our good guy, uh, Koto Kurzarba. And he's like, you know, you're a standard good guy. He's he's, he's he's like, early on, he's like trying to do his way in the world. He's trying to like have a good job and stuff. He's, you know, making his way in the universe. He's trying to make his way into Galaxy like Django Fett.
1: But it sounds like, it, it, it seems like that that he is one of those guys that was part of the dance team at some point and And kind of like, the dance team seemed to be more gang oriented it's like i I feel like if larry was gonna pitch this it it wouldn't just be like uh project x meets project y it'd be like okay larry you got these dancing kids and it's (laughs) like it's like dancing to the stars but then it's like american idol and then it's like it meets the warriors and they're in gangs and they face off but instead of using switchblades larry it's like it meets pokemon and they got these little critters and they fight with each other and like there's just there, there's a lot of stuff going on, but it it, it kind of reminds me of like if if you're talking about the gang element to it, it's like he he was part of like Alex's droogs, but then he said like okay, I got to grow up and get like a real job and stuff, so I don't mooch off my sister. Like that's yeah, what it, yeah. it seemed like the the main purpose of the character was at least.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and there is a Pokemon aspect. They uh they had these lock seeds, and with these lock seeds, they don't fight each other they challenge each other to these little in-ring tournaments. Oh, G Gundam! Um, (laughs) Where they send these little uh, critters out, uh, the Invis, and uh, they fight each other, and whoever wins, they get to take the stage so they can dance. (laughs) And they dance and dance some more. The really funny thing is, unfortunately, it gets a little bit deeper, though. Yuya Who's the, t- the team leader of Team Dime? He sends Koda uh, an email or a message. And he's like, I got something that's going to change how we're going to do this. Sends him this picture of a warring Thriva, which we'll find out later on what that means. But it's this kind of belt buckle that looks really impressive. And Koda's like, like, I don't. Eh, he's doing the whole like back and forth thing. And he's like, I want to go find out what this is. And they go into the forest. They don't find Yuya. And they find the belt, the belt buckle. And Coda takes it. And what happens is they get chased by the n And shit goes down really bad. And they are threatened by this giant monster who's really creepy and kind of scary. So what does Koda do? He's like, i am got to put this belt on, I guess. Bam! And then all of a sudden you have... You know, <laughs> orange! <laughs> orange!
1: <laughs> and, his, and his citrusy blades of justice.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> this giant orange falls onto his head and turns into armor, which turns him into Kamen Rider Gaim. Well, that's what he's going to be called later on, but, you know, you know the, the name of the series is Commander Rider Gaim, so that's who he is. We're not really spoiling anything there. He fights the Inves... He managed to save the day, but at the same time, he also sees someone who looks like his supposed love love interest, Mai, who says, he can walk away from this. And we're left with a little bit of questions, a little bit of mystery and stuff. I I, I think this is a really great beginning of a series. I, I really enjoyed it.
1: It's fun. They They certainly throw a lot at you in the first episode, and there's lots of different elements that an audience would need to take grasp of i guess they they're establishing the world which is obviously not a world that's of our own you know because you've got these dance teams who are really gangs who are really fighting one another with what at first appears to be like little cgi generated pokemon critters but then soon enough you kind of learn what when they lose control of those locks then the creature is just out on the loose, and it's not solely designed just to... You know, it's not like some electronic pixel video game thing that's just solely designed... To fight the other creature, it'd be like if you're playing a Street Fighter match, and then all of a sudden you drop your controller, and then Ryu is like, "I'm gonna fucking kill everybody in this room, bitch! Why were you making me fight Ken?" You know, <laughs> and like, and it just kind of goes apeshit because the invest creature turns on Mai, who was controlling it when she loses control of the lock, and then and then the other weird aspect of the world and the environment is th- this seems to be a commonplace theme. Like, there's no real moral standard applied to the invest. It seems like it, 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 they, they're well, enslaved it, it, to fight like... these battles, and there are these dealers that run around selling the locks, and that's where that team leader of, of the dance troupe gets that. Common writer belt, and, and, and there's even a D
0: Day who's like, you know, who's going to win? Who's moving up in rankings? You know, just kind of like Pokemon. Yeah, you know?
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like it seems like that's just part of the general culture in that world that they're establishing because they have that that sort of radio announcer who's basically observing all these battles. It's kind of funny that like it seems like that that's like to me like the larry part of it where it's like it's like American Idol, it's like Dancing to the Stars. It's like it seems like everybody is invested in who wins the match and who dances where and all this stuff because you see like they've got these meters and people are voting on it and 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 you know so it seems like something that this world is clearly heavily invested in.
0: Yeah. One one thing that I really liked about this is like when uh, Koda he gets his like you know orange power you know he uh, he he kind of goes back on what he was thinking because he was like you know it's like I've got to fight and he he doesn't want to fight but he's like you know uh, it, it, it this becomes really more of a trope and really fun later on in the series I won't give anything away. But you know his, his battle cries, you know like orange blossom to the stage. You know, it's like this is my stage. You know, <laughs> and like it, 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 I think what I like about Gaim is it's it's got a really good showman aspect about it. I like how how polished it looks. Is like we've seen older Sentai, we've seen older older Toku, and one thing I like about this is like this seems very. It, uh, I like the fact it seems very direct in how it's telling the story you know it's like there's stuff that's going to be revealed later on and you've got to wait and see how it builds up you know
1: yeah well there's there's all these little hints in the background of of what is going on in the world they're setting up because it seems like they they've got like all these commercials for this place called the Yggdrasil Corporation which is obviously a Norse tree that connects all the nine realms but but here like i start to wonder like is that going to be something that's played upon later where they deal with some kind of norse mythology or is it just one of those neo-genesis evangelion things where they like the way the cross looks and they like you know christian sounding terminology so they just apply it to you know it's like super god jinrai is he like a Christian god? No, he's just super god Jinrai, like cuz they think it sounds cool. So I don't know if Yggdrasil Corporation is just cuz Yggdrasil sounds cool to the writers or if there's going to be some kind of play on this alternate dimension that they keep getting all the invest from like maybe that's some kind of parallel to Asgard or one of the nine realms or something like that.
0: Oh, uh, one thing is really cool though is a uh, Yggdrasil Yigdras- Corporation of uh, their tower looks like a tree. Yeah. It like branches out and has this big like canopy on it and it's it's very technological. I mean, it doesn't look organic at all, but you know. Um there we also get introduced to team Baron. And Baron plays a big part, especially when we do episode 2. That's the funny thing about this like Derek was talking about the gangs and it, this this is kind of a gang mentality, but it's a very weird gang mentality. It's not so much about Beating people up is like, well,
1: it's a, it's a turf war. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it's a, but it, it's, a turf, it's a turf war for like dance off shit. I guess, yeah, you know, but
0: yeah, but it, yeah, it's very much like a uh, what's the word? It's not about violence. It's about like,
1: well, there's there's the, the one one fruit.
0: opens is like I've got the better lock seed. Yeah,
1: right, right. Well, well, there's the one like fruit bartender for lack of a better word. I don't remember the character's name, but he has the bit of dialogue like, well, better this than you guys, you know. Beating yep. the hell out yep. of each other like a regular gang. So, so in some ways, th- this does. I, I, I guess this is socially accepted as some kind of diffusion of general street violence, and you know, people are uh, prefer. You know, they figure these kids are going to get into yeah. fights anyway, but but they may as well do it this way. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. One thing that I really liked about this is I, I enjoyed the acting actually in this. Because the actors is like, I've, again, I've said this many times. Like when I watch Sentai, I watch the American Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and the acting is kind of yeah cheesy, and that's that's just how it is. And the Sentai is usually really good acting, and with Common Rider, we don't have anything like that over here. We had Mass Rider for like a season or two. Mm-hmm.
1: There was also that Common Rider Dragon Knight, which was supposed to usher in a new age oh, yeah. of American, you know, common writer stuff, but I guess we see how that worked out. But I mean it they they I, I watched that for a little bit. I don't have much experience with it, but I, I, I remember finding it fascinating, you know, so I mean I, I I obviously didn't stick with it. I don't think I watched the whole series, but I checked it out a little bit. So I mean they they've tried, but I, I, I think this is one of those things that's just I mean I I wouldn't say this is entirely in my wheelhouse uh that you know we we really haven't technically discussed Common Rider on Toku Thursdays before but the the man who created Common Rider his name is I just pulled it up just to make sure I'm saying it right uh Shotaro Ishomori or Ishinomori. no Mori basically he is the man who created Kikaida as well because he's a manga artist and both those series got adapted or I guess turned into Toku or you know kind of I I guess it must be one of those things where they they happen succinctly and at the same time period because I don't know what what exactly came first I'm imagining the manga came first but I mean it could have been that they both came out within months of one another or, or within the same month or something like that but it seems like this is I don't know, like, like. Common Rider seems like, I guess because there hasn't been too many Americanized adaptations, it's not something that American audiences are super familiar with.
0: Yeah, it, it seems to have, like, a slightly darker undertone than Sentai.
1: I, I don't know. I mean, I, I imagine it, it, it will reveal that eventually. Yeah. Like, for the most part, this seemed... I mean, it, it, there's the opening sequence where it seems to be very samurai warlike where you've got these two armies and this kind of Oh, yeah yeah, of the, yeah
0: I forgot to mention that things, like yeah in the You
1: know like yeah. there, there's that aspect to it but I mean the 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 lighthearted I don't know it seems a little I mean I know we're talking about gangs and 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 battles for turf and, but and I mean there's no there's no bloodshed over it I yeah. mean even even when he turns into orange arms I guess is what they call that form where he's got the orange oh. suit <laughs> like like that is not, I mean, yeah, he's got the little squibs and they they slice the the, the little invest bad guy who crosses over from the dimensional portal. But it's not like, you know, I I, I guess it's not like the Giver where, you know, people are, like, ripping off people's, you know, arms. And even if they're some kind of fantastical creature, you see all this green guck, like, spurt out like blood or whatever. And this, it's just kind of, you know, your atypical, you know, yeah. Toku Sentai kind of squib, you know. Probably I'm assuming explosions and stuff like yeah. that. I don't think it's going to be like super gory or anything. Maybe maybe other series are, but I didn't get that vibe from this. The the only other thing that I have to say is in that beginning sequence, and you mentioned the girl who looks like Mai, the the mysterious girl who we don't know what her name is, but she has a blonde wig on. And and I don't know why, but I guess that's a fetish with me. So I'm like, "Who's that? Yeah, you know." And then I'm like, "Oh, it's the same girl with the pigtails, you know." I can
0: say this: I am 20 episodes into the series, and I still don't know who the blonde girl is. Awesome. It's still it's still going on. It's still going. She's my.
1: I'll tell everybody right now: she's my girlfriend. So step (laughs) off. I didn't even. She is the mystery. (laughs) The mystery is she's my girlfriend.
0: Yeah, she's very much a mysterious character. I, I have no idea what her role is in this. Like I like said I'm twenty episodes in this. I'm much more ahead than you guys. I, I, I there there's a little bit of there's a little bit of blood. Uh, Koda does have like the the mouth bleeding, which is uh, obviously not gratuitous. It's not like you know, like oh super violent. Oh my god, he's fucking dying. But you know, it's a little bit more. Serious and Western stuff, but at the same time, this this I, I, I see it every time I watch an episode. This airs on Sunday mornings in Japan. This is still a kid show, so yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's not going to be too graphic. I, I I really fell into this because it's fun and it's goofy. I like the fact that they turn into like fucking fruit warriors. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I like the fact that that one guy, the fruit bartender, makes those little fruit contraption cocktails. Like, those look good. Did you want to eat any of those? Because I was <laughs> yeah. like, damn, yeah, that, look looks, that looks tasty.
0: Yeah, you mean like, like parfaits?
1: Who don't like parfaits? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know everybody don't like parfaits. <laughs> I know, Jan, you're uh, pretty much a sentai expert. So I know you're not a big toku fan, especially like Kamen Rider. What do you, what do you think about the first episode? Oh, it was fun. The the fruit gimmick is interesting. I uh, I like to see that play out more as we continue. It's just uh, it's it's fun and cheesy, I like it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it has that right level of cheese. That's what I like. Yeah, it has that like perfect balance of
1: like Oh, this is fucking ridiculous.
0: I want to watch more. And <laughs> yeah. you, you, know. you know what
1: else is is nice about the cheese though? I just I, not to interrupt, but I just wanted to say that the in that final fight in the first episode between Orange Arms and and the invest bad guy it it really the the production value wherever they shot at that old abandoned factory and those long crane shots oh, that yeah. they probably, probably shot from from a helicopter like and it really makes the the outrageousness of the orange arms suit stand out when it's put in front of this kind of drab run-down, industrial-looking factory. Like, it'd be different if, like, you know, he was in the Orange Arms suit, and he's like, I'm going to Orange Arms land, and everything was orange, and then you'd be like, yeah, well, (laughs) what's the big deal? You know, like, he doesn't really stand out. But here, it's like this very kind of, you know, industrial-based, dirty, run-down factory, and you're just kind of like, damn, look at that orange slice cut that motherfucker up. So, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I wish I could give you a very complex, deep, insightful, like, you know, here's why you should like this show. Here's why *Common Rider Gaim is the best show in the fucking world. It's not the best show in the world. It's not. But, god damn, it's really fucking fun. It's just enjoyable. It's like, when you watch it, like, you're like, oh, Coda turn into a fucking orange guy. Like, <laughs> kill that guy, you know? it's It's one of those things where, like, you know, like I said, I've watched 20 episodes this week, and it draws you in, it just sucks you in, and, like, I would like to do more episodes, hopefully we will, on Toku Thursdays, and, god, it's just, one of those things that, like, if you like it, you're gonna like it, if you're not gonna like it, you're gonna hate it, the, probably probably the one thing, like, uh, you haven't done any other, uh, Toku shows, as far as uh, writers, Garrett?
1: Well, not not well, technically. I, I consider Kakita. I guess, is considered part of that umbrella universe because it comes from the same creator. And, you know, the episodes obviously have a similar style since they both originated in the 70s. But I, I was just kind of saying that we never really did review very much Common Rider to this point. I know Justin's a pretty big fan of it. I, myself, like I said, my experience is pretty limited. I've seen a lot of Masked Rider, the American adaptation. I've seen a bit of <laughs> Common God. Rider... Yeah, yeah, I've seen a bit of Common Rider Dragon Knight as far as, like, the American adaptations go. As far as the original stuff, I may have seen an episode or two of some of the older common writer series from the 70s but nothing in great depth or detail yeah but i i, I didn't mean to interrupt uh Jan's thought on what what his thoughts on the episode were so if if you have any other thoughts please carry on yawn well uh, i didn't make the connection with uh
0: Mai and the blonde girl at first i didn't even realize they were the same actress yeah well okay you're 20 episodes in tony so do they ever appear on screen at the same time
1: that's hot if they do but okay. what I'm saying is if they don't, it could be mine, you know. It's just that possibly she's transformed and she's in a completely different...
0: Well, state. okay, well, okay, well, should, should I do spoilers? Well, uh, we could just say spoilers here for anybody that doesn't want to hear it and then fast
1: forward a couple yeah, of minutes. Yeah, well, isn't isn't yeah. this show done with, though? I mean, hasn't it completed airing? I mean... No, it's still airing. Oh, it's still airing. Oh, okay. but 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 the
0: twenty episodes I've seen have already been. They're 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 on episode twenty seven in Japan. There's huh. twenty episodes I've seen. But
1: by, by the time we release this, it, it, you you've probably gone past your date for spoilers. If you're okay. listening to this, you you probably should have at least watched the first episode. But okay, anyway. well,
0: yeah, well even though I well, I mean, I guess I shouldn't nitpick because my does see the blonde hair chick, but. Inception, boom! It's it's a dream sequence, but who knows what that means? Okay. And actually, uh, just to let you know, every common uh, writer except for three, three, four, four sees my in the blonde. All the heroic common Riders see my in the blonde-haired state. All the bad guy common writers don't. There's bad guy common Riders come in, by the way.
1: Okay. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you know enough about Common Rider? Is that a first in Common Rider to have bad versions of them or is this nothing new? actually no, it's not. Um there's been
0: a I actually looked it up actually cuz I was actually getting into it cuz I I watched Common Rider Decade, which we'll go into at a later date. There has been rival, I guess you would say, Common Riders. So there's always Not not always, but there have been common writers who are not on the side of good. And so, but however, they said this one, this current series, is almost to the point of rivaling the most common writers in one series. To one of the previous series. There have been so many common writers in this series, it's almost going to parallel one of the earlier series. Because they have not had so many fucking goddamn common writers. There's going to be a shit ton of common writers in this fucking series. We have barely scratched the surface. You've seen Orange. Not going to tell you what you're going to see later on, but there's a shit ton of goddamn common writers in this fucking series. Mm. It gets gets nuts.
1: Oh, are, are those all new characters, or are there some characters that come back from previous incarnations and series?
0: At episode 20, they have all been new. They're all
1: this series.
0: And, wow. like I okay. said, they're, 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 yeah, there's some who are good, some who are bad. There are some who are really fucking bad. They're, like, not good. Like, not heroic at all. So. And, and you know, the thing about it is, that's why I, like, enjoy it, because as you get deeper in the, the story, again, I won't spoil it, it really pulls you in, you're like, oh, this is really funny, orange, eh, ah, ah, orange, ah. You know, And but later on you're like, oh, god, that's fucking dark, it gets, it gets kind of dark later on, a little dark, I mean, it's still a kid show, it's still, but it's still Japan, though, so, I mean, Japan has a lot different... Like you know, eccentricities than we do.
1: Let's put it this way: So when you when you say it gets dark, do you mean like you know somebody takes plum mode or like pomegranate mode or like?
0: (laughs) I'm saying more like Ben Dixon from Robotech.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, people die. That's what I'm saying, motherfuckers. (laughs) We'll tell you who does. No, it's 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 Coda. He dies. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't die. But somebody does die. Won't tell you who. You gotta figure it out later on. Koda is the orange arms guy, by the way. He's he's the, he's the main hero. He hasn't died yet, though. I don't know. I'm the episode 20. He hasn't died yet. He might die. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> if he does, I didn't spoil it, because I haven't seen it yet. I, I think I think one of the reasons I like Gaim is the, the, the dancing thing is really fucking painful,
1: though. Like painful as in it's bad?
0: Yeah, well, When you watch them, they're just like, Go down. Uh, it, it's like the, the, the... Have you ever seen a para-para video? No. Para-para uh, is, a, is a dance style in Japan. Para-para. And they... they It's all synchronized movements. And it's like a big stage of people doing the same moves. And that's what it reminds me of. I don't know if they're trying to like not do that. Or if that's how people dance in Japan. I'm very culturally unaware of that. <laughs> it just sounds like it's people- one of those... I've those, seen people uh, in New York who can, like, do, like, you know, fucking madass fucking, like, you know, fucking breakdance moves and shit, so I think it's a Japan thing, <laughs> I don't know.
1: No, it sounds like one of those, like, step things, like, where they all get on stage it, it, and it, it's Japanese do the same, same thing, yeah. so, I mean, that that's what it, it to me, it sounded like, I, I could see the pitch, you know, the Larry pitch, where, you know, besides throwing in Pokemon and the Warriors and... Clockwork Orange and and all this other crazy stuff into the mix. They're like, oh yeah, and and remember that movie Step Up, Larry, that made millions and the kids love it. Like they all do the Step Up dance, and everybody's like, green light it, Larry, let's do it. You know, like it, so.
0: It, it really is Japanese line dancing. It's just like, don't tell my heart, my tokusuku heart. <laughs> 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 I just don't think it, BUSTA uh... No, but uh, the dancing, it hurts my soul. Just, uh not so good. It, it keeps going. It keeps going. The dancing is, is not my, my favorite thing.
1: Well, um, I mean, it seems to be integral to the plot at any it, rate. Well, well,
0: I will say this. It gets less annoying and not as... Like, okay, well, I mean, this is not anything that's going to like spoil anything. Maya's a, a big fan of dancing, and that's important to her. And her plot line goes through that series, so that's not such a bad thing, and it, it becomes less annoying. So, because she she likes dancing, and that's her that's her reason for being in this gang. Because the whole the whole idea originally was the gangs were wanting to dance on their stages, and they all had stages. At some point, when they had the invest game with the Lockseeds, they could take over every stage if they wanted to if they had stronger invests. And that's what made the Loxy games very popular, because they, like, bared on... They could go in there and, like, take care of the, uh, you know, Gaim stage. And there's, like, Western stage, South stage, North stage, so... And that's what made it, like, popular. And then when the Riders come in, everything goes all to hell. And it goes to hell really quickly. Because you have, like, people who can, like, fight the Inves. Because Ryder fights... Ryder Gaim fights the Inves... Who comes into our world? Spoilers. <laughs> it, it's a really good show. I can't help it. I mean, it's like I've, I like watched like twenty episodes this week. It's so good. It's like so cheesy, but so good. And then later on, when you get like into it, you're like, "This is so horrible!" Oh my god, this is fucking awesome. And it's like it takes a really quick turn. Like, I'll tell you this, guys. It's not spoilers. Around. Episode 8 or 9, you're going to be like, I did not see this show coming this way. It came at me with, like, a fucking left hook, and then I got a right hook, and I'm fucking knocked out. That's pretty fucking awesome.
1: i got to say, I mean, I I was fairly entertained by that first episode. I mean, I could see why you you got uh, addicted to it and, and kept watching it because, you know... When he pulls out the belt and all of a sudden the, you know, ooga, uga uga music comes on in the background. I was like, yeah, this is going to be cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I was getting into this. I was like, that's pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
0: <laughs> I will ask both of you guys, though. What are your final thoughts for the first episode of Kamen Rider Gaim? It was a good introductory, and I'm looking forward to the next one.
1: I I agree with Jan. I I enjoyed watching it. Thanks for introducing me to the series, Tony. And I would not mind watching further episodes and discussing them with you. So thanks.
0: Awesome. If you guys want to watch *Common Rider Gaim, there's many ways to see it. I will not say how. (coughs) YouTube. If you would like to watch that, please enjoy it. Also, uh, please feel free to acknowledge the fan holes on Facebook, Twitter,
1: we're, email, we're Stitcher, Radio. Stitcher
0: Radio. God, we have so many ways you can talk to us.
1: Leave, us. leave us iTunes reviews if you have iTunes.
0: Yeah, so many ways you can get a hold of us. We enjoy all feedback. You can say we suck or we're awesome. If you say we suck, we will read your email or comment on the air and ask you
1: why <laughs> we suck. I, I may come by with my citrusy sort of justice later on, though. <laughs>
0: I mean, it is our stage.
1: <laughs> I, I may, I may have someone like Jan can hold a boombox and it'll be like going Ooga, 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 da or whatever, you know. When I pull out my citrus sword, you know. We we do do that sometimes.
0: Not all the times, but Derek is pretty fond of that. However, on the other side of things, we are always giving you new things to listen to. Toku Thursdays, Gundam Suit. Mondays, Transformer, Thursdays, I've got Tuesdays, gosh, there's so many shows, you have so much to listen to on fanholes. Give me a shout out to my fellow fanholes. <laughs>
1: what, what's going on? i <laughs> shout out, like, say your name. Oh, okay, okay, this is Derek, Derek WC, citrusy sort of justice is not working, wasn't getting the message.
0: Uh, this is Jan Airhammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is Tony. This is my stage. Signing off for Toku Thursday. Ooga
1: Uga Peace. <laughs>
0: fucking oranges falling off people's heads.
1: (laughs) Mysterious blonde Japanese girls coming to me in my dreams. Like, see, that's what I fall in love with.